0: Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing your little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time or hop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Den Playing By The Rules. My name is Janelle. And I'm Jenna. And today, Jenna and Janelle are going to talk about how we compare ourselves to each other and pit ourselves against each other. Right, Jenna?
0: Either that or we'll go off on a tangent. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Jenna and I have
1: been tangenting for like 15 minutes pre-recording. But But they've all been like
0: really funny ones. They are funny. We were thinking
1: we should start a rambling podcast because we think we're really funny just chatting. Our topic today is going to be how to stop comparing yourself to others. But first of all, Jenna, do you have any new update? Oh, Jenna's got hip corner update.
0: Which if you've been following (laughs) along for a while, (laughs) you know, I haven't been able to run pain-free since May. I was told I probably wouldn't be able to run again, but I got the okay to do like 10 strides at a time. So I just did like a 20-minute walk run and it felt good. So I was excited. I am so so happy.
1: At the beginning of this, we did like an episode a little bit back where we were like crying about how you were never going to run.
0: I know. And so like even if I can't do it like weekly, like if I have to give myself that long time in between – I'm okay with it. At least I know I can run, like if I have to. Cause... This is
1: better than we thought your overall end result would exactly. be. Exactly. And yeah. Okay. So, what did you do? You found a PT that specializes, or what did you do? No, what it's do you like recommend? A chiropractic PT. Ooh. So, because I feel like the
0: PT I was going to just didn't really help. And then they like mm-hmm. pushed me into running and it hurt. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, we can't do anything. Go see a surgeon. And then the surgeon's like, Well, you need to do more PT. And I'm just like, y'all just keep throwing me back and forth. Mm -hmm. I just keep paying for x-rays and like all these specialties. And they were like, "But you are so young, like we don't want to do surgery. And then it's like the PT is like, well, you need surgery. So I was kind of like, oh, well, let me go back to my chiropractor. Because when I was pregnant, I had a lot of hip issues to where it was like painful to like lift my legs or walk. And I, with my first pregnancy, had gone to chiropractor, didn't do anything and then this chiropractor uses like a little activator, which is like a little like pogo stick thing. does it feel like it, it even is. does anything. It is a baby anything. pogo stick. Yeah. And by that night, I could walk. It doesn't walk, feel like it like, does anything. Isn't it wild? Yeah. yeah. And then I had another flare up with my hips during pregnancy and same thing. I mean, it felt like nothing and she fixed it both times. And she's done so many things for me. I was like, why haven't I been going to her? I think I thought, okay, this is an injury. Like you physically hurt yourself. You tore something. So she referred me to somebody in the same office that does a lot of PT stuff. And it's been great. I mean, it's like, Chiropractors are see, heroes. yes. And she's like, let's see, you know, the thing she's been focusing on is like, let's see where that line is. Like, where do you start to feel pain? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's build up all that stuff prior to it, make that really strong and then see if that helps get us further. And it has. And so it's like, holding a squat hurts. So now we're doing like jump squats where I come straight up, but like at the very beginning,
1: any kind of squat hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. And now I can actually like jump and skip. And
1: well, I was proud. there. I just want you to like, be jumping and skipping around. Oh, I love that look we have you.
0: a, we have a line down our driveway right now. And it's my skip line because <laughs> I was like leaning to one side because of the like hurt yeah. leg. I was not, mm-hmm. so I have to skip on a straight line. And we taught our son to skip, which was very challenging, but I was very proud because he finally got it. So. He's
1: meaty. Skipping's hard when you're meaty on the yes. lower half.
0: <laughs> yes. And he just has a hard time like breaking things down
1: like slow. Like, no, yes. I just want to do it.
0: And it's yeah. like you're not
1: doing it. So that's my kids yes. with uh, jumping jacks. It's just like the <laughs> most insane flailing of legs and arms. Yes. And I'm like, no, slow it down. Right. Stop.
0: And if you're not one of those blessed people, that's naturally coordinated.
1: It's a whole thing. Yes. So. Yes. so what's new with you? Anything? Uh, just trying to figure out what's wrong with my eyeball still. Mm-hmm. New eye doctor, cornea specialist. They're actually testing me and this. I only bring this up because I think it's important, which I've never heard of. They are testing me for, what's it called, Sjogren syndrome, but it's spelt how you would not expect it, S-J-O-G-R-E-N syndrome. But he said this is actually something that usually affects fertility. What? So, yeah, so he goes, I always tell patients, so this can cause, it's actually like an autoimmune disease that reduces um moisture production in your body so like if you have dry mouth dry eyes uh your fingers are cold it typically affects so this is my my high is what he said it typically affects thin caucasian women and i was like hell yeah and then he was like over 40 and i was like oh, oh shit
0: okay and then did he um, throw in the
1: you're close enough you're close <laughs> enough and i was like well i'm not Forty, he's like you're. You're thirty-seven, and I was like, oh, okay. But he said, I always tell patients when I treat this, if this is what it is, he said. He said babies start falling out of people that have fertility issues. So he said this is something that infert infertility people don't look into, and it's just a blood draw. So friends with infertility, check into this. It's just a blood tra- blood draw quest, and look into this uh, autoimmune disorder if you have any of those symptoms because is there if treatment I, for it i have we haven't gotten that far yet okay. we'll see i probably should have read the rest of it i just was like fine i'll go take your dumb test yeah um it's genetic and whatever but if that's the cause of my the goal now is to get me out of glasses by hopefully april so okay. i'm gonna be looking like this for a while and he said I like also, it. it's cute Sometimes contacts aren't for everyone, which I felt like was the gateway to I'm gonna be in glasses for the rest yeah. of my life. So
0: then you just get a lot of cute ones. And Here we
1: are. I'm gonna have good. so many glasses. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Do
0: you have more than one?
1: No, these are old. These are so scratched up. They're like an old yeah. prescription. And he's like, because I'm legally blind. My vision is so bad. Like the very tip of being yeah. legally blind uh he's like people with your vision see terribly with glasses regardless and I was Mm -hmm. like I agree I do and masks with glasses is just a treat I don't know how you people have all been doing it this whole time bless you if you're Mm -hmm. wearing a mask with glasses all the time
0: yeah yep my dad was the same like legally blind I think or like almost or whatever and he had like we called them coke bottles because the yeah. bottom of them were so thick. And he said it was like yeah. he hated wearing his glasses because it was almost like nauseating. Yeah. Because if he ever like looked
1: down or the side, yeah, it's like complete blur. And that's so, why I got big. I get big ones because when remember when the thin like square ones yes. were in, I was always like oh this is terrible because I can't see anything. <laughs> but I look so cute. <laughs> but I look so stylish in 2010. <laughs> I'm glad I like the new I am too. They're cute. Whatever. I live like this now. I'm used to it. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive in. So Jenna and I are going to compare ourselves to everyone that we're jealous of. No, I'm just kidding. So we did want (laughs) to differentiate. There's being jealous of people and then there is comparing ourselves to people. One of the articles that I will link talks about she's in this friend, uh, the gal that wrote it is in this friend group. And all of a sudden, everything's going great. She feels great about herself. And a new friend joins the group. And this new friend is everything I thought I wasn't. Bright, funny, outgoing. People adored her instantly. And luck always seemed to land squarely at her feet. And this is by Victoria Stokes. um, And I will link it. And I think each of us can think of somebody – that seems perfect in our minds that we enjoy occasionally feeling bad about ourselves and comparing ourselves to. So, that's not jealousy, though. So, what that's, is the difference? Like, she feels like those are things she lacks in. Okay. And so, her friend shows up and has all of these qualities that she feels like she lacks in. And so, she is envious. I guess, I mean, the jealousy line is tough. Like, I was thinking about it this morning. Like, am I, I was like going through my list of people that I like, admire, Uh and compare myself to. And I was like, am I jealous of them or am I um, comparing myself to them? I compare myself a lot to moms that have more kids than me and jobs. Okay. Like, I always feel like, I wonder why. Because I feel like, I have two kids and I possibly have two more than I should. Like it is, and I stay home and I have all the autonomy in the world. And then there's these inspiring women that I know that have four, three, one kid that have these huge careers and get dressed up nice every day. And their kids are thriving and they're super fun social daycare settings. And I just am always like, how am I keeping two kids alive? How am I doing it? But then when I talk to my friends, they're like, I couldn't do what you do. And I'm always like, oh, you don't mean that. You could totally do what I do. And I always dismiss it. And in these articles, they talk about trying to learn not to dismiss when someone compliments you. Mm -hmm. But it's very hard when I just see all these women with 20 kids and amazing careers. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm trying to get mine to start wiping their own butts. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that kind of goes along with like our second part of this topic is like your best is enough and your best is your best. And like, that's a good thing is like, like I have some friends that are like, I could never be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, I don't think I could work and raise kids. So like, I think it just, it's your best. It's, what you are good at and what you want out of life. Like I am very content staying home. And I have a lot of friends who stay home and then they're like, but I think I want to go back to work. And then they go back to work and then like,
1: no, I think I want to stay home. And like they keep flip-flopping and I don't know if it's like- That's going to be me as soon as my kids go to school because all I keep thinking in my head is like, I can't wait to go to work. I want to have a job and dress up cute and like have friends and like lunch and all of this stuff. And like but I know that I'll be like, I'll flip flop 15 times. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think like once my kids aren't home, then it'll be a different situation. Mm -hmm. But like right now, like this is just, I'm content doing that. And I think a lot of people get into the compare mode and it's like, well, if she can work and raise kids, then I should be doing that. I shouldn't be staying home. And then it's like when you're at work, oh, well, I should be home with my kids. And you just kind of get what is it like whatever you don't have you want kind of thing yeah, yeah. and I the feel like a lot greener. of that yeah a lot of us are doing that to ourselves
1: and in this time of social media that's another big thing in one of my articles is that we're is the only biggest seeing, thing yeah. we're seeing everyone's highlight reels and I'm home with sick kids and we're COVID testing and like it's chaotic and I, I'm watching everybody on vacations. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I try not to do too, which one of these articles talks about is like, who are you posting your vacation pictures for? Take into consideration. There's a lot of people that can't go on vacation, can't afford to, can't take the time off, can't whatever. So maybe lower who you're sharing your, like, look at my new car, look at my vacation, look at my new outfit, look at my, like, That makes some people feel really bad. And there's two sides to that. There's the school Mm -hmm. of thought that is like, well, I worked hard and I earned this, so I'm not going to be shy about it, which would be my husband. And me, who's like, I'm secretly on vacation. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Like, because I don't, I feel terrible that like anybody, everybody can't go on vacation when they want to. And so, The mindless scrolling and watching everybody else's highlight reel has just really heightened this acute knowledge of what the Joneses have and what Mrs. Jones is able to do that you can't.
0: And there's a lot that goes along with that. Like social media is a huge part of this. Mm -hmm. One is that when we're comparing ourselves, we're not saying like – oh, I have this and they have that and thinking like highly of ourselves, we're comparing our worst and think about what they're posting. They're posting their best. Mm -hmm. So maybe right now is not a great time for your family to go on vacation, whether it's you're struggling with your spouse or you're recently separated or divorced or money is tight, but these people might be in a good place in their life and this is their highlight, but not everything has been roses and sunshine and mm-hmm. easy for those people. yeah. And so they probably have some struggles going on behind the scenes or have recently got over some. And so when we're at our worst, and that's the other thing that we've talked about before is like whenever we get into those hard moments, it's so easy to just get on Instagram and
1: mindlessly scroll. Yes. And now you're comparing yourself and you're just going to make yourself feel worse. Every time. It's so fun to just go on Instagram and then you can compare your body to celebrities' Photoshop bodies. You can compare your vacation to celebrity vacations. You can compare your career to your friends. Like it is the worst. Yeah. The worst.
0: And like we've talked about before, like most people post happy things on their social media. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to post the fact that- their son has been throwing a temper tantrum all week and their daughter won't eat any of the food that they packed. Like you're going to see them playing on the beach and having fun. You're not going to see these behind the scenes or like the mom is so stressed out that she might've cried herself to sleep because she planned this vacation and no one's grateful. That's not what you're posting. And so you're sitting here comparing yourself and it's
1: like, is that really what happened? Mm -hmm. Who do you compare yourself most to?
0: There's a few. So like, I guess one would be my mom which isn't fair. fair. And like, I think sometimes I have this distorted image of her in a positive way. And I do know that we had a lot of hard times that she went through a lot of hard times. I mean, dude, she had cancer multiple times, including when I was two, but everything just looked so positive and perfect. And she made our childhood so special. And like, I feel like she was such a patient person with us, but I also know that's probably not exactly true. I just don't remember those harder times. Like I remember a few. So that's definitely one. And is it wrong to say I don't do a ton of comparing?
1: <laughs> no, because I, I think that you're very, you're very content in your life. I'm yeah. always kind of the more like, what's next? What's next? I need the next big adventure. Josh and I are the same way. Like what's the next big thing right. we can do? What's the wild, crazy adventure circus that we can put on? And so I don't think it's wrong, but I do, I can see that you compare yourself yeah. to your mom. And I yeah. think that's very common. Josh said that to me the other day, he, cause I was like, before I got, oh, also update my, before I got diagnosed with ADHD, Josh was saying like, how long do you want to be depressed about your dad dying? Do you think this is what your dad would want from you? Your dad was the funnest biggest live life to the fullest guy like what would he want from you and so I totally get like we romanticize Mm -hmm. these deceased parents and yeah it's hard I also Mm -hmm. compare myself to people with like very seemingly strong marriages even though I feel like my marriage is very secure and very strong I'm always like could I be doing more Mm-hmm. Could I be a better wife? Could I be a more understanding wife? Could I be a more submissive wife? Because Josh would love a more submissive wife. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't possess it in my DNA. So I think a lot – I compare myself a lot to like these wonderful, nurturing, kind wives that su- mm. are like stand by my man. Yeah. And that's just not something that I possess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I have had times where I compare myself and I feel like that's kind of like when my depression was bad and it wasn't, I didn't get depressed yeah. because I was comparing myself, but I do remember during my depression, like looking at people's stuff and being like, I wish I was them. Why can't I be happy like them?
1: Yeah. And I think that
0: goes hand in hand with depression. It didn't, like I said, it didn't lead to my depression, but I was so deep in it yeah. that it just didn't, see, it felt very, you always feel alone. I feel like when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say if I do any comparing besides my mom, it's like a weight thing. So like, why can they lose weight and I can't and I'm trying so hard. I was thinking that
1: this morning too. Yes, that's such a hard one. Yeah, but
0: I think a lot of it is like I've also, since I've lost, especially both of my parents, I started doing it a little bit after my mom and then after I lost my dad, I've kind of like said, forget what society wants me to do. I'm just going to do it because I want to do it it's not always easy because I do take other people's criticism very strongly and I'm a huge empath and I pick up when I upset people, but I feel like I've really learned to be like, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And this is what I want to do. So this is what we're going to do. So you are really good at that. Yeah. And I, I mean, it sucks that it took losing parents to kind of realize that, but I also like, and it's crossed my mind many times, like if I follow my mom's path, like my life is more than halfway done. <sighs> I was so, thinking like, that the other yeah. day too. I, was like, I think we talked about that. Bro. Yeah. It must've been
1: us. Cause I was like, oh my God, I'm way mm-hmm. over halfway done. Yeah.
0: Cause my mom was in her fifties. And so I'm like, I don't have time for that shit. I don't have time wow. to do what other people want of me. And I think this is a good time to kind of bring it up. We're recording this in January. I don't know when it'll be released, but It'll be at least before next New Year's. So, but We're going to save this for next year. I think New Year's resolutions are something that should be talked about with this topic because I feel like a lot of times this time of year, I get asked all the time, like, what are your resolutions? And last year I had four (laughs) and I set them up and they all kind of went hand in hand. It was like meditate daily, run at least weekly read. And it was like one more book that I had last year. I think it was like 36 books and do yoga weekly. I only achieved one of those resolutions and it was read 36 books. Yes. However, it got to me that I didn't complete the other three. Mm-hmm. But the reason I didn't complete the other three was the yoga and the running. I physically could not because I hurt my head. Yeah. So yeah. even though it was out of my control, And I could not have predicted that. It still got to me that I didn't complete those. And then the meditation, like there'd be nights where I accidentally fell asleep on the couch and I would do like, I did like series, like sometimes it was like um, a nightly meditation or there was times when I accidentally woke up late and so I forgot to do it in the morning and then at night I forgot to do it. And so it's just, I just felt like I was setting myself up for failure. And so this year it's not something I can measure. It's just, I want to live each day as I want to live it. So I love that. Yeah. If, if today is a lazy day, I want to, I want to be a lazy day. I don't know. I just felt kind of like a failure, even though those things were out of So you were
1: comparing yourself to yourself. To myself.
0: Yeah. Which is like a big thing that a lot of us do.
1: And I was like, why am I doing
0: that? The goal with the running was that I wanted to become a better runner, which is completely fair. But I feel like in life, setting goals for a whole year kind of set us up for failure. Mm-hmm. And so I've told myself that this year if I want to accomplish something, I'm gonna set up little goals that are pertinent to that exact stage. So right mm-hmm. now I'm working on getting healthier. And so I signed up for this 30 day yoga. And so I'm gonna complete 30 days of yoga. So far, like that's very attainable. Yeah. And there was a day when we went to visit my grandma and we didn't get home till late. So I skipped that day. So the next day I just did two and it's like I'm still completing those 30 days. And that goal right now is very realistic. And when I complete that, then if I decide I want to do something else, I will. Because that's the other thing is we compete
1: against ourselves. Yeah. And And steal our own joy. That's insane. Isn't it? You're totally right that we do. Well, I still am competing to get myself back down to my pre-baby weight, which is absolutely unattainable and absurd. Oh, please don't. You'll have no please butt. Don't. <laughs> i have no butt. I know. The butt's so good now. But I, to- I never even thought about that because one of my quotes in here is from Theodore Roosevelt. Comparison is the thief of joy. But we're stealing our own joy by comparing yes. ourselves to ourselves. What nutbags. Right. <laughs> Exactly. I know.
0: It is. Look It at really us. is. And like, that's the best that I can do right now. Like maybe in two more years or maybe when my kids are older, I'll set these awesome new year's resolutions. And that's something I mm. want to do. And I'm not saying I'm never going to set them, but I think again, it's like, this is my best right now. And mm-hmm. th- I'm okay with that. And if yeah. you don't feel like you're living up to your potential and your best, maybe take a step and say, why do I feel this way? Am I committing my time? to other places in my life when they should be focused on different things? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are always comparing and competing? I know that that's when I start to get down. Is like You know those friends that it's like, oh, well, we just bought a new car and we're going to da-da-da. Where are you going this summer for vacation? And if you're like, oh, we're saving money this year. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. that works too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those types of Comments and personalities. And, and the biggest one is just remembering to like love and be kind to yourself. We always yeah. preach it about others, but <sighs> doing it to yourself yes. is a
1: big one. That's the hardest one. And that's another part of this article, which I thought was interesting is – If you would use comparison as motivation to improve what actually matters. So we're comparing ourselves to pre-baby. We're comparing ourselves to other people's careers. But this article says, the human propensity to want what others have is such a waste of time. Unless you see and covet in another, it's something that is deeply worth it such as generosity or kindness which I thought was cool like what if you put some and it goes on to talk more in here about like what if you put yourself in a position to try to only Notice in others their generosity or their kindness, and make that your motivating factor in comparing mm-hmm. yourself. Versus, like, oh, she snapped back to her pre-baby way. She looks better than when she there's. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, in,
1: I'm in a constant mental battle with a Peloton instructor that doesn't know <laughs> I exist, whose body looks better than before she had a baby, and her baby's like, oh, four I know who you're old talking about,
0: right? and I
1: want to kind of punch her, even though I love her. And yeah. so that's a really hard struggle because I'm like, how come some people get to just go right back? And I have to just like be, but But then like, what's going on? I know nothing about her. Yeah. I know nothing about her. And I'm still sitting here like, well, she must have it all together. She's got everything figured out. She's nursing her baby and doing five workouts a day. And like, I have all the autonomy in the world, but I still can't quite get a grasp on what Mm -hmm. the hell's going on from day to day. And so I think I am going to really try to make it a motivating factor of admiring and um, comparing myself to others' kindness and generosity and focusing on that instead of looks and uh, monetary things. I'm not a big like money comparer. I don't – money isn't a big thing to me. Yeah. My husband likes it. I don't – it's not a huge – Well, and I
0: think it's like not – I mean, not to sound like, oh, but like it's not something you really struggle with. And I I know some people that do struggle with money. And so I do feel like it's a big compare thing. And it goes on like all aspects. Like, oh, I wish we had more money. And then it's like, oh, I wish we had a bigger house. I wish we had more vacations. Because to achieve those things, they need more money. And I have always had the mindset of like, if you've listened to this, you know, I don't want a husband that travels. Because that's what I grew up with. And I've always told my husband, like, I don't care how much money you make. I do not want you to travel. And so the fact yeah. that, like, we can live like we live and not have him travel, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, I'm not going to, like, sit here and I need, See, I
1: need a husband that, that travels. Right. Good day, sir. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, we could – I mean, if you travel, it's not always the case. But a lot of jobs that require you to travel for work, I mean, you make good money.
1: But yeah. I just knew,
0: like, that's yeah. not – in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> yeah, I can't handle that. And with the comparing, I also noticed with like a lot of friends and I've done it as well, is you never run out of things to compare. Like never. I've had friends or even myself, okay, well now your husband did get a promotion. Oh wait, but now you want something completely different. Like you're on to the next comparison once you reach that other one.
1: And yes. that's where it gets really toxic and muddy and nasty and that's yeah. josh josh is like one goal next goal one goal yeah. next goal and never even for a minute celebrates attaining right. something that he never well, and that's the other would. thing
0: is like if you do have a goal for yourself and that's not necessarily a bad thing celebrate it once you reach it don't just be like okay now next like mm-hmm. celebrate it and relish in it and think about how far you've come and Maybe try and maintain that goal for a little bit. Like if it's a weight loss thing or a job, don't just quickly move on to the next one. Celebrate it for a little bit. And I feel like a lot like, especially with like weight and career, it's really easy. Like, okay, which ladder can I climb next? Okay, I hit my weight goal. Well, now Mm -hmm. I think I could go further, you know, and it's
1: just that constant. Yeah, why do we push ourselves like that? I decided at the beginning of the year, and I told Josh this when we were in Florida for Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm going to run a marathon next year. And he was like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And then I we got home and I started like training and I was like, I don't like running for performance. Like I don't like running for length. I don't like running for endurance. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be tricky. And I live in a winter, like it's glare ice outside today. So like, how am I going to do this? And then I like, thought about it. And I was like, why am I doing this? And I was like, oh, one of my good friends Mm -hmm. is marathon triathlete has twice as many kids as I do and I was like I just thought it would be something like cool to check off my bucket list but like I would have spent a year doing something I didn't enjoy for an arbitrary goal I'm glad you realized and that yeah it took me, and it was really fast too which I was proud of myself I was like good job me Hell like yeah. I don't want to yeah. do that I want to do what workouts I feel like doing every day and I like to get on the treadmill and run as fast as I can as hard as I can and that's not yeah, something you can't that do marathoners that to <laughs> do yeah so no. I'm just going to take away all of my running joy and make it into this like goal that may or may not Mm -hmm. end with an injury. Like, and what's my, I was like, I'm going to do the Boston marathon next year. And Josh was like, okay, that's fine. If that's really what you want to do. And I was like, it isn't really what I want to do after (laughs) I did like two days of training. Cause I was like, steady state endurance is not my thing.
0: Exactly. That's a big point, too. Like, that's not your thing. That's not your strength. And I think that's where it gets difficult, too. Your friend might be a great athlete and is a natural runner. My husband is a natural runner. He can just go out and run five miles after eating a bag of Doritos and never training. (sighs) Like, he ran a half marathon after barely training. And that's just how he is. However, yoga kicks his butt. Anything. Fast mm-hmm. pace, like sprints kick his butt. I can do that stuff all the time. I can do yeah. yoga, and he like cannot do yoga. And it's not just the flexibility, it's just like the movements and the like multi point strength. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been working on it, but it does not come natural to him. When we do sprints, I mean, he's like bent over dying, and I'm like, I could do this all day. <laughs>
1: I well, love sprints. Pre hip.
0: Yeah, (laughs) But I can't get out there and run distance. I don't have the endurance. And so it's like, there have been times where I was like envious of him. Like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I wish I could. I was training for running for a while. And then he goes out and runs further than me, faster than me and hadn't been training. And that was really frustrating.
1: But it's like, you also have to realize. I saw his run keeper that one day and I was like, who the hell are you? Who the hell do you think you are? Get out of here. (laughs) But I have to remember,
0: like, there's things he's not great at.
1: But I, yeah. am. but I don't remember those things. I just think like, oh, I failed. Yep. I said I was going to do it and didn't do it and quit on day two of training. Like, yeah, that's so Janelle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and so I think maybe we should get into like some solutions
1: for Ooh. it.
0: Fix me, please. Um, I mean, one is like we've preached on here, and we have our moments. Is getting off social media. Uh, I really watch who I follow. Like I don't unfollow. Like, especially if they're a friend, but mm-hmm. on the stories, like at the top, you can click like which ones you see. Mm-hmm. I have my tried and true like influencers that I go to for certain things. Mm-hmm. So there's one that has like great home decor. So if I'm redoing a room, I go to her account. If I'm not redoing a room, I'm not going to look at her account because then it's going to make me think I need to redo a room. Yeah, because that's there's smart. always Yeah, there's always new home trends, fashion trends, everything coming out. Same with homeschool. If we're like in a homeschool rut and I need some ideas, I'll go to those accounts. But mm-hmm. I don't click on the stories at the top. I always watch your stories because <laughs> I like them and you always have funny quotes. I always so watch- so self-deprecating too. Yep. They're just like, There's look like... at
1: this mess my life is now. I know.
0: <laughs> There's like four other friends I always watch, but I also always know what's going on in their lives. So yeah. the pictures they post, I'm like, I also know like what else is I knew really going on in your yes, life like yes, true. under the scenes. And then there's a few influencers that I feel like, I guess they're influencers because they have a lot of following, but they don't push products. It's just their lives and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. And so like, that's like the big one is just to get off social media or if you don't want to get off, pick who you're watching.
1: Like, don't just click through stories. like And unfollow people. You you don't have to defriend people. You can unfollow Mm -hmm. people that aren't making you feel like your best self. When you go on Mm -hmm. to something and you compare yourself to someone constantly, that Mm -hmm. might be telling you this isn't a person for me right right now and yeah. maybe i'll check back in with you in a year and see how you're doing but yeah. i do the same thing i go off i just quit social media for a month i'm back on instagram only now because facebook is just like jenna loves facebook because she does the buy nothing but i, I don't too. buy i don't buy nothing i buy everything <laughs> so i have no business there but social media is just the number 1 mm-hmm. recommendation across the board in how to set yourself up to feel like shit yep And then
0: another way to help is to, which we've preached here is like, you don't have to do a journal, but like the gratitude movement, Mm -hmm. doing a journal helps and makes you a little more accountable because you can see the days you've done it. I'll do it a lot with my kids. So like during bath time or at dinner, and I don't reprimand the answers they give me, but sometimes you can tell they're just trying to give me like quick answers and they'll say the same things a few days in a row. And so- I'll try and come up with like really unique ones and get all excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then they'll try. That's a big one. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, like look at how much cool stuff we have. Or like I didn't even realize I should be grateful for that. And here my kid is showing me. Oh, I love that. That's so smart. Um, The other one is just being content, which we've preached on here. There's a lot. I think meditation and contentment are really tied together I don't know. I don't think setting. You're goals really is like good that at thing, this. But... You could
1: definitely be like a retreat leader of how to be <laughs> content because I am not as content as Jenna. Yeah. And Jenna is just happy. Jenna'll be snuggling up in that blanket, happy as a clam for half mm-hmm. the day today at least, and no, yeah. no, no fucks will be given. But I exactly.
0: But I also think I know what the bottom looks like. I have been to the bottom. And so anytime I start to get down, I'm like, no, I know what the bottom looks like. I'm actually grateful where I am. Like, even if I'm struggling mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is, I know what the bottom looks like. Yeah. And as long as I'm not there, like I'm content (laughs) where I'm at. And then I'll say to myself, like, okay, maybe I need to do a little work to not get to that bottom again. And so I'll put in a little more work. Yeah. And it doesn't mean like you don't have to set goals for your future. So, for instance, we had a really tough last few homeschool days. And my goal this week was to be slightly better each day. That yeah. day, when things were really bad, it was the whole day was bad. It was just yeah. one of those shitty days where I yeah. was like, I want to press, press restart on this day. And I want to put up blockers for all this stuff I know that's coming. Because it wasn't just homeschool, it was other stuff like family stuff, all this stuff coming in. And I did not handle it well. And so the next day, was still a rough day, yeah. but I think I yelled slightly less, and I apologized to everyone. So I was like, "That was better." Well, yeah. Was it like, perfect? No. And then today, I think I've only yelled once, and so I'm like, "I'm doing better." Like, I'm the best. Yeah, and it doesn't. That's a really have good goal, be. though. So
1: your goal doesn't have to be perfection, and your goal doesn't have no. to be measuring up against someone else. It can just be, "Can I be a little better today than I was yesterday?"
0: Right. <gasps> That's really
1: good. Yeah. I'm coming and, to your retreat. No, no. How much are you going to charge? $5,999. Sign me up. <laughs> For you it's free. Just oh, to get you here. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yep. Um that's another one that I wanted to touch on too is another way is if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. Ooh, yes. I Fucking like that. hard, but true. It says this woman is speaking um, about talking to her therapist and she says, how would the therapist says, asks her, how would you comfort a friend in crisis? Also naming your inner critic, which is in this article that I'm going to link called How I Learned to Stop Comparing Myself to Others by Victoria Stokes. She names her inner critic Sierra. And (laughs) do you actually give it like a... F-, F real name I know I thought the same thing I was like Sierra like now I can't stop thinking about Sierra the musician and whenever Sierra gets to the driver's seat and starts comparing her to other people she says like what's going on like what uh-huh. do you need and like speaks to it like it's a real person and you should only speak to yourself the way you would speak to a friend so would you tell your would you ever like Tell your friend like oh your thighs are looking jiggly today. Mm-hmm. Like right. Know you- and that's another thing I that's also try true. to do. This is unrelated, but I try to do it with my husband too, and I'm not great at it. But a rule I've read is don't talk talk to your husband like you would talk to your best girlfriend. Mm. And that's extremely hard because Isn't husbands it? are husbandy. But our partners are partnering, mm-hmm. but I'm not any better. I think tagging to yourself, like you would tag to a girlfriend, if we could all even get 50% of that, we would be so much fucking nicer I like to ourselves. That.
0: That's true. And going back to the your your best is enough, like it has to be your best, not your neighbor's best. Like mm-hmm. your neighbor is going to have different strengths.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it also doesn't mean that everyone is doing their best.
1: I know. Yeah, that's true too.
0: And like right now, I'm consumed with homeschool. And so my house is not perfect. This is the best I can do right now. Yeah. Without taking myself to the extreme. Yes. With homeschool, things are a little rocky right now. Yelling a few times a day is the best I can do right now. We are not Mm going to have a peaceful homeschool experience right now. We are just not in that phase. My son is struggling, I am struggling. I'm trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure it out. So like, that's where we're at. This is our best right now. Is it perfect? No.
1: This is just where we're at. And there's two conflicting personalities coming into play there too. So like you can't take – you can't fully blame yourself for this because I know – I'm so well medicated right now that I'm basically an angel. And Zach showed up for homeschool with the tood of a thirteen-year-old. This isn't whole week. it awful.
0: I don't it's know if it's wild. this eight, almost eight-year-old thing.
1: If you guys have
0: kids older than seven, is seven going into eight a hard
1: year? Like it's hard. What is
0: going on right now?
1: It's so the attitude. Intense. The
0: I don't want to say defiance because it's not necessarily defiance, but just like thinking he's in charge and can kind of do what he wants. Yeah. And the rules don't really
1: apply right now. And I'm just like, what is this? And eye rolling. Like, I'm sorry you're rolling your eyes at me. The attitude "Mm, voice back. Mm -mm." And the just like telling. Here's what like Zach the other day. I was like, okay, so you just lost iPad time. He he got up to a month of not getting any because he's allowed to play Roblox 30 minutes once a week. If he's on his crap yeah. behavior. I was like, you've lost a month. And he was like, then you don't get a phone for a month. Yes. And I was like, that's not how it works. Right. And he was like, it is how it works. Yeah. And I was like, but it's not how it works. And he was like, but it is. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like, yes, that's exactly I just walked away. Through. I just walked mm-hmm. the hell. Yeah. Somebody tell us if this is normal for seven to eight, years. It's about to be oh eight year olds to like, yeah. Know the buck up at which like, means <laughs>
0: homeschool has been so hard but then that's yeah, hard also it goes off onto the little siblings they start to pick up some of that yeah and it's just like and then the older ones are bossing them or it's it's mm-hmm. hard yeah it's really so, hard
1: the older ones are so bad bo- we were just saying that to Zach right yeah. downstairs before I came on and record we were like stop telling Mikey you need to do this you need to do this right. you need to do this like he's not your play toy like yes. let him live his own life
0: it's and like, so he is art. stuck in the comparison right now. He needs to listen to this. Like,
1: well, why doesn't she have to do I da, know. da 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 Well, because she's three.
0: And you're why is Mikey's eight?
1: school so short? And I'm like, well, he technically doesn't even need to be in kindergarten yet. And yeah. you are like doing second grade. So his is 15 yep. minutes and yours is 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So please, they are don't com- just- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they are, they're, com- you- they're learning comparisons too. And my kids also are learning comparisons of like all their friends are getting yeah. on the bus together every day and all their friends are going to after school activities every day. And, I think that some of the attitude can be attributed to like how weird the world is right now and they don't really mm-hmm. understand it doesn't seem fair to them and they don't understand fairness children also don't understand gratitude which I have to keep reminding my husband mm-hmm. at all yeah. they're not supposed to it um, does not
0: come natural it's like it a doesn't work. come you natural have to work on
1: it's it so hard and we've talked about in other episodes you have Mm -hmm. to like I tried to explain it to my son last night and I was like daddy didn't have to take you last night Zach and was like I'm so bored and Josh was like well let's go out and do something and so they because Mikey and I are not feeling good and so they everywhere was too busy for them to go into and everywhere so short staff so Josh took him to get a donut and then he came home and I was like how was your night out he's like it was a bummer because everything was too busy, and dad wouldn't let me go in anywhere. And then he only gave me half a donut. And I was like, dude, you went out after your bedtime and got half a donut with your dad. Like, that's really rad. Yeah. And he was just like, mm. but then he said to me, he goes, think how disappointed you would feel if you thought you were <laughs> going to go to da, da, da. And then you, and I was like, okay, so he's saying yeah. to me he feel like you're allowed to feel disappointed. Oh yeah, that's a you're good You're not really allowed to be a dick about it. Exactly. That's a conversation for tomorrow morning. Good night, my friend. I think that's another big part of Comparing yourself to other people is a disappointment aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I am very disappointed with how the world is going right now and I think everyone is. And I think Glennon Doyle posted about this yesterday on Instagram and I'll have to see if I can link mm-hmm. this up remind me. But she was just saying like how no one's willing to just say the world isn't the same as it used to be and it might never be again and we're, all we're trying compa- to pretend like it is. We're trying to pretend like it is and we're all comparing ourselves to what we used to do before. Mm -hmm. And it's just not really realistic, like Mm -hmm. not I have a girlfriend that's a really has a really high up executive position in a big company. And she's like, dude, I'm my baby's barfing on me while I'm on zoom calls that I'm running. And like, that's the world we live in mm-hmm. now. And that was yep. never the world we could have imagined four years ago. Zoom wasn't even in our vocabulary four years no. ago. And now it's our whole life. It's all my doctor's appointments. It's ev it's us right mm-hmm. now. Like it's everything yeah. we have to stop comparing our for a Four year ago, self to our yes. current self, who's got a lot more weight on our backs yes. to start with. Exactly. So, with that, stop comparing yourself. <laughs> and your best to is anyone. enough,
0: which, you know, it's easier said than done. But I think if you're mm. aware that you're doing it and then you sit back and you say, Why am I doing this? What measures can I take to stop comparing myself? Do I need to set up? If, and if, if it is a goal you actually want to achieve, maybe you do want to be able to take your family on vacation. Say, what little steps do I need to take to get there? Mm -hmm. Don't just sit there and compare and get yourself down. Those people didn't just wake up and say, okay, I'm going to go book this huge vacation that costs $20,000. Like they probably got a job that could pay for it, or they saved money, or they did something that got them to where they're at. So maybe set those little goals and make them very realistic and current. What can I do today? What can I do tomorrow?
1: Well, and Jenna and Brandon did that when they decided that they wanted to have that art rv part-time life and they had to set a lot of goals and they had to be financially really strict with some things and i know a lot of I had another girlfriend that you and i both know that decided she was going to pay off her debt in one year and so Mm -hmm. she was like sorry we don't we aren't doing anything extra for this year because our money is fully budgeted and we're not spending Mm -hmm. anything that's not a necessity because we're going to pay off all of our debt this year and like yep those are steps you can take if it's something that means a lot to you. But also my thought is like me, if you think that you really want something and then all of a sudden my marathon, if mm-hmm. you think you really want something and then you get two days into it and realize it doesn't matter and you're just doing it because it seems like a fun lot, like you can dip out. Oh yeah, I've done it a I'm lot. <laughs> a big fan of quitting things and not being hard on yourself. People are really hard on themselves yep. when they quit stuff and you right. shouldn't be. Well, it's that's not why a good fit. Like-
0: year long resolutions don't always fit because that you don't know what you'll be in a year and yeah. you might have something else that piques your interest. Like it doesn't mean Janelle doesn't mean like quit everything and then do nothing. Like yeah. find something else that like you want would, to do. Like what would, what
1: would bring me more joy when right. I was going to start marathon training? I was like, what do I actually like to do? And I was like, oh, I like to sprint. Like that's never gonna work. Sprinting right. as fast as I can run and lifting weights is never yeah because if you're marathon training you're not really giving yourself enough time to like do weightlifting training mm-hmm. and yoga and like maybe you are i know there's some superheroes out there thank you superheroes for keeping the bar <laughs> high but i just think that we all need to be a lot more forgiving of quitting things i'm a yeah. huge proponent of quitting things that don't me fit too. you anymore me too so be a quitter be a quitter that's let's, let's call let's call this episode be a quitter <laughs> i'm down for it be
0: a quitter but don't be
1: a low life. Well, like, uh, <laughs> can we change the name of the podcast? Is that, Do you think? I thought that it was a really important um, discussion just because as we go into a new year, we're a year... 472 into i saw somebody call the pandemic the panera today and now i just want to call the pandemic Uh, the panera like on accident no like that like everybody's giving it like cute nicknames like somebody was calling it the pandy and then like the panda express like so if you want to understand that we are all compared this is what we don't talk about so mm-hmm. everyone is comparing themselves to everyone, someone's comparing themselves to you and you're comparing yourself to someone else mm-hmm. and your strengths don't match her strengths and her strengths don't match your strengths mm-hmm. and just know that you if you get into a situation and it's not working for you you can always step back and reevaluate the situation you don't have to stay married to, to it forever yep. literally and figuratively <laughs> yep so true and with that call your therapist and take your meds 2 3